0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community. My name is Trisha Stetzel. I'm the owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and also the founder of Serving the Community. The purpose is to highlight people and organizations in our communities that are giving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, our country, and even our world a kinder place to live. I'm super excited about my guest today, Miss. Amanda Boyd with Sanctuary Foster Care has come to join me. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I am so glad that you're here. So I met you through Colton Cockrell. You've actually been on our Bridge the Gap podcast. So if anyone's interested in hearing even more information specifically about your business, they can pop over there. Today, I'd really like to concentrate, Amanda, on who you are and why you got involved. And as I understand it, you've opened your own nonprofit organization because you felt the need. So let's talk about that.
1: Okay, great. Well, um, like you mentioned, I'm Amanda Boyd, and um, I'm the executive director of the Sanctuary. And um, the reason why I got involved in foster care is because of my own personal experience, um, my with the foster care journey. So, uh, my husband and I we've actually adopted five kiddos, and um, and we have another one in our home right now that's a foster kiddo that we're in the process of adopting, and uh, and then we have um, two other kiddos besides that. So. Um, what really started to draw me to foster care is uh, is the very first placement that we had. And it was a sibling set of three. They were 5, 9, and 11. And uh, and when they came to my home, the stories that they told me about what they had gone through and, and where they had been just broke my heart. Um, so they came into care of, in March of that year. We got them in August of that same year. And we were their third placement from March to August. They had been in three different homes during that short time frame. And not only that, but the placements that they were in, my uh, daughter, she had eczema on her hands and feet. Pe- uh, on her hands and feet, they were nearly purple because it hadn't been treated. they hadn't been taken to a doctor like they should have been. Uh, my son, his glasses uh, were broken, and they've been broken for at least a, a month or two. And he was nearly blind without his glasses. He had a severe, uh, you know, vision impairment. And then, you know, when when they came, two out of the three kids, their clothes didn't fit. And uh, and then when they told us they had recently had a birthday and they didn't get, um, you know, presents for their birthday or birthday cakes, um, you know, to even celebrate their birthday. And and my daughter, one of the she's now 21. Um, She was 11 when she came to us, but she's now 21. And still to this day, one of her uh, super hurtful memories is that the foster mom looked at her and said, I'm not your mom. I'm here to put a roof over your head and I'm here to put food in your belly. And that's it. I'm not your mom. And so just, you know, the, the pain that they had in their experience with foster care, I was like, this can't happen. Kids cannot come for their biological home where they're receiving abuse and neglect. And they be put in a foster care system where they're further abused and neglected. It just can't happen. Yeah. So there goes, there, there's my passion for um, why I got involved. (laughs) Well, and
0: I can, I can completely understand that, you know, these children are so there, they take in so much of their environment. And, you know, as they grow up, especially when they're young and they carry that with them their entire lives. And for you to really feel the passion to come in and make a difference in that space. So if I understand you correctly, you were engaged in fostering children well before you decided to, um, to found the sanctuary, the sanctuary foster care. Okay. So how many kids do you have right now? We have eight total eight. You're just a blessing. And I think it's amazing that you have stepped in to really make a difference in all of these children's lives. All right. So you decided because of this reason to go off on your own and pull off this nonprofit. So how hard was that uh, journey for you to actually get the business set up?
1: Well, yeah, um, you know, I just I I felt the calling a strong need, um, you know, of, okay, what's going on, everyone hears that the system is broken foster care is broken the system is broken everybody has tons of issues and problems with it but there were no solutions out there about how do we fix it and so uh, because of that um, I just jumped in um, you know uh, head first into it I had no earthly idea about um, the the foster care system from the business side I only knew from the foster care side Um, I remember literally sitting in my living room because I didn't have an office set up yet and, and a corporation the the company that I was actually fostering through they said hey would you be interested in opening an office you're at. And I was like, okay, you know, um, sure, let, let me do this. I had no clue about what binders were supposed to look like, licensing, minimum standards, anyway, all of the things that you know are particular to <laughs> yeah. a business. So I'm sitting there in my living room with things on the table trying to figure out what to do. So it really was self-taught about um, you know, how to how to you know do that side and, and what to do. And and then not only that, but talking to incredible people that knew a lot more information than I did and um and taking that by advice. And so then when um I started started the office, what we found um, was is that uh, we needed to provide a lot more support for the foster parents because if we can keep the foster parents healthy and we can provide them the support that they need, then we can keep kids in placement. And if we can keep kids in placement, then they can get healed from the trauma that they've been through. But as long as we keep moving them from home to home to home, we're just causing further trauma on these kiddos. And then you end up with kiddos that age out of the system uh, because their behaviors are, are so difficult. They age out and they have no one. And so what do we need to do to prevent that? And the first thing that we saw is we need to prepare foster parents well so that they know what they're getting into, what's going, you know, normalize the behavior so they understand what's going on, and then support them in the middle of this battle that they're going to be in until they get through to the other side. So uh, so with that, um, the organization that I was previously with, unfortunately, it was a, it was a corporate type of organization. And, um, and so because of that, they, they wouldn't necessarily make the changes that needed to be made in order to, to provide those policies and procedures so um, a group of us got together and we said hey you know what let's let's start our own so then we can have the funding structure and we can do all the things that we need to be able to do as an organization to make sure that we can always uh, make decisions and policies and procedures that are in the best interest of children instead of um, you know making sure that we can pay our light bills if that makes sense
0: right oh yeah absolutely well and I love that you were able to get to the root of the problem right right are, if you're actually supporting these families that are willing to foster, then the rest of it gets a little bit easier, right? Yes. Um, for these kiddos. So I, man, a girl from my own heart, you know, we all get into business, 90% of us anyway, get into business because we have a passion for something. We don't necessarily know how to do the business, right? right. It's really more the passion behind it. And that's what makes us great at what we do. And Wow, I'm so blessed to even know you. I'm so glad that we uh, were- Oh goodness, you. don't don't say that for sure. No. <laughs> don't put me up on a pedestal because that's for a long own.
1: fall down. <laughs> oh, so,
0: well, and you know, the really cool thing is I got, I got to hear you talk about your business on Monday. Uh, yeah. And that was really eye-opening. And one of the reasons why I asked you to be on the show and it really was your passion for your business, your passion for helping. And also because you're giving- real opportunities for the community to give back right to your business so let's dive into that how can people get involved one in your business and help with the people that you have in your system but also if let's say they live in another state you know what what is the first step that they need to do in order to be in a business like yours
1: Okay. Um, well, great. So, as far as you know, um, getting involved, uh, we have our website. It's um, www.sanctuaryfostercare.org, and you can go on that. And pretty much anything that you are interested in doing, um, you can you can find a place. So, um, we have donors for businesses. We have a business um, donor proposal um, that you can get on there, and we'll advertise and um, and promote your business. Uh, you know, if you if you come and you um, support us financially, uh, we also you know if you're interested in being a foster parent that's great or a babysitter or something that's called a respite provider and that is where you get fully licensed but you keep kiddos for a weekend or a week whenever the foster parents go away on um, whether they go away on vacation or they need a weekend away you get to keep the kiddos for that that time frame we also have a buddy program that is like a big brothers big sisters program where you actually get to interact with the kiddos and support in that way Um, we have fundraising events that um, you know if you want to volunteer at the fundraising Event or we need gift cards um, at fundraise for fundraisers. We also need baskets and things that we auction off at the different fundraisers. So uh, there's that as well. Um, we are also you know always looking for folks that are interested in giving in kind donations. So um, I, I talked to someone. We're getting ready to move offices, and so guess what? We're going to need an IT person that comes in and helps us with that. And so um, you know, in in turn for the in kind donations, then for your business, we'll uh, make sure and put you on our website and improve. Uh, and promote your business through our our different social medias and, and various pages. So really anywhere that you would like to get involved, we can find a place for you. Um, We, you know, our foster parents, whenever they get placed with a placement, we do a meal train for them for the first two weeks. So if your passion is cooking, then we've got a place for you as well. If you're passionate, if you're a great organizer, um, we've got a place for you too because a lot of the kids, when they come, they don't have anything. They come with nothing. So we have people that, that are part of our clothing team and when a kiddo comes with nothing, then they go out to all of our partner organizations and they gather clothing for the foster parents or the supplies that they need and take it to their house and drop it off. So really anywhere that you are interested in getting involved, we have a place for you.
0: That is really cool. And I'd like to dig more into, you know, a lot of people feel like they monetarily 2020 was hard for a lot of people. And when they think about giving back, right, a lot of people first think dollar signs and they feel like they don't Mm -hmm. have anything to give, but time is so important. If you can give time. And I heard lots of opportunities that you just threw out there where it is about giving your time. And I love the idea of even doing the respite, right, where you can be involved for a weekend at a time, you go and get certified, you have the education and you can be available. And what a great way. And maybe this is wrong for me to say, but I'm thinking what a great way to see if you'd like to be a foster parent in the first place, right? No, it's true. And a like, lot of people, it on. it's their
1: first is their toe in the water. Yeah. And mm. um, they step that, they put that toe in the water first and see, wow, well, you know, can I do this? Could I fit this into my lifestyle? Um, all of that. that. That's a great way to get started.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. So not just giving monetarily, but you can give back with your time. And as a business, it sounds like you're doing some trades. Uh, So if there's some things that you may need in your business and you could trade advertisement and those sorts of things back to the business. I just I love this, Amanda. You're awesome. <laughs> I just oh, well, I I you. love that you do this. I I am a big um, animal fan, so I do the same thing and in parts of or, part of organizations that do this for animals. And, um, so we're, we're kindred hearts (laughs) taking care of the community. Well, and one, Um, and
1: I'm glad you said that because honestly, uh, one of our uh, partner organizations is, um, our animal shelters, because our kiddos often the first connection that they make is with an animal. Um, that's the first, you know, major connection of love and all of those kind of things. And they can really relate to these animals that don't have a permanent home. And it actually helps them deal with their trauma and work through their trauma. So so we encourage them, um, you know, to volunteer at animal shelters and the families uh, do that. And so we really need volunteers that will be there to, um, you know, to help manage that program so that the kiddos can do that as well. So, I mean, we're always looking for, um, you know, ways to, to get people involved and to, you know, provide a village around these kids.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. So just to extend, you know, if we've got listeners that are listening outside of our regular service area here, and they're very interested in getting involved in doing something like uh, what you're doing. I know the process is very long and drawn out and probably took hours and days and years and months, right, to make it happen. But where do they start? Is there a particular organization that they can reach out to uh, where they could get started in something like that? I mean, definitely, they're welcome to reach out to me at at any
1: point in time and just, you know, find out our story and and how we got started and everything. Um, The first place really would be to start um, by establishing a 501c3. That's the very first step is to become a nonprofit. And then after that, then um, licensing and a lot of times your state will help you walk through uh, all the other portions of becoming licensed with that particular state.
0: Okay. Wonderful. See how much of a giver you are. <laughs> I just love it. I love your organization. And I love it. I love your heart. Um, for our listeners, if you want to get involved or engaged or help with the Sanctuary Foster Care Services, you're absolutely welcome to reach out to Amanda. She told me that she'd give you permission.
1: <laughs> so Amanda, <laughs> of course.
0: Right. Exactly. So would you mind, giving your contact information, I'll also post it in the show notes so that people can point and click.
1: Okay, great. So um, my cell phone number is four zero nine five three nine zero one seven zero. You're welcome to contact me on that. Uh, my email address is a boyd at sanctuaryfostercare dot org. Or, like I said, you can go to our website too, um dot org. And there's um, a plethora of things for you to do there. If you are interested in volunteering, um, there's actually a, that you can click on that says volunteer, and there's a form for you to fill out, and then um, Someone from our community relations team uh, will contact you and and get you plugged in.
0: I love that. Amanda, thank you so much for being on the show. And it was even short notice. By the way, you guys, this woman is very, uh, very quick to respond. So I promise if you're looking for an opportunity, you're not going to have to wait long if you reach out to her. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank do my you. My best for sure. Yeah. Well, you're absolutely <laughs> doing a wonderful job. Thank you for all you do. Um, I know that the community and especially the children that you've taken into your own care and the children that you're assisting in care of others um, are all blessed to have you in their lives. And I appreciate you being on the show today to share your story. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm glad to be here. All right, guys, that concludes this week's podcast of serving the community. Bye. Bye.